<laughs> Recording in progress. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves episode Broken Computer. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me from Los Angeles, California. It's America's number one stand-up comedian. The new album coming out soon. It's your boy, Dr. Chuckles Mike Bridenstine. What's up? It's your boy. Mm-hmm. I asked to sound better than Burns on this episode. <laughs> you know what? If I would have, it was only an hour, but Brido's recording this for me. Yeah. Will, I it ever, will I ever get it to you? Who knows? How do you say yes. this? Come on. Yes, you'll send it to me. I'm going to hold this hostage for $30. <laughs> Last week, you did forget to send me that link. I know. And because it was a favor thing, I didn't bug you. I, you should have. I, I felt bad. I was keeping I you er the entertainment from the people. I bugged you earlier. I just like friendly reminder, send that link whenever you get a chance. I'm crabby today. I'm crabby today. I didn't get a job that I... Didn't really want, but uh, <laughs> you know that feeling when you I got a no, oh, I, I got a no thank you from a from you know from like a six and a half babe and I'm like I don't want you anyway. Yeah, that is the worst. I got all, I had a job in when I moved here to work for a content company that when you look up like brake pads and like which is the best brake pad there's a couple companies that make all that shit so it's like all those articles you're like who fucking how do they make money doing this it's because of the ads yeah but there's whole teams of people that just write stuff so this place i had an in from a family member and this this same. place is in same north carolina i have a massive resume as do you of entertainment related things i am highly skilled in writing uh, making content doing all this shit they made me write one of those fucking articles it was like 1700 words yeah about um uh a specific type of car insurance wow so for an, an entire day i researched 1700 words is insurance. about how many pages? It's a lot. It's, it's not yeah. fun amount to write about car insurance. <laughs> so this, so now I'm already triggered because this yeah. is yeah. the same bullshit Hollywood bullshit. Write a packet. Do it. Hey, why don't you do, do a free months pack? of yeah. work? Yeah, months of work for free, and then we'll decide if like, even though we already know. Yeah. So I write this immaculate article. It's fucking great. I'm sure you did a great job. I did a great job. I did a fucking great job. I'm like, I am in. This is a remote job. They're going to, they'll ship you. They give you a computer and a desk. It paid really well. I was going to get 401k and health insurance and all this shit. Fix those teeth. I, I'm just kidding. And I go to fix them teeth. Get them teethers <laughs> fixed. Don't be, like, I do, don't be walking around I do like go to the Rudy deck. Giuliani's bottom teeth. <laughs> I take care of my teeth. My beautiful, beautiful pig teeth. I got a little teeth, but they're clean and nice. My fucking dentist is 
all up my ass all the time. Those motherfuckers. You should be on the other end. You should talk to him about that. <laughs> they, <laughs> Wrong end. No teeth yeah, there. My butt mouth. My juicy butt mouth. <laughs> up, up my ass all the time to come in no. for like a cleaning a cleaning like every six months. Yeah. And I like, I'm more of a year guy. Yeah. I'm more of a don't go guy. Yeah. I've, once I moved back here, I had enough money I could afford to go out of pocket dentist. Before I, no insurance. Like I got a water pick and I floss that shit and I hope for the best. Yeah. They want you to come in all the time because it's been a huge amount of money. They zip, 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 clean your teeth. And it's like, cash money 300 bucks in their pocket it fucking sucks yeah anywho i had this fucking i i do the pat i do the writing thing i was on two other interviews like long ass zoom interviews then i had the final one and it was at the end of the day and it was two people one of them you could tell knew like that they fucking hated my gut same thing happened to me I think, and I, no, I don't think, I know, there's no fucking way you saw my resume and didn't, weren't curious enough to look up, like, what's this podcast? What's this book? And you can go down a rabbit hole of finding me chugging beers and doing all mm. kinds of bullshit mm. like anyone else does. The other one, one of them just stared at the fucking, at like her computer, never looked up, never fucking asked me anything. The other one just grilled me, never smiled once. Never fucking nothing. And then, boom, I didn't get the job. <laughs> like, two weeks later. And everyone, like, all of my family members are all like, yeah, we saw, we saw what you did. They, like, uh, your, your relative, and I won't name it, is, says, you fucking probably have this. It's fine. And then, no job. And then they took someone younger, like, yeah. that was not me. <laughs> with less skill set and i was like why like for because they have let like you could offer them less money why would you not want Probably. a superior us but you could have offered me that money like i would have taken the low ball money i'm not like a fucking money grubber anything's fine <laughs> yeah i i signed a fucking book deal yesterday and then they told me today i couldn't write this blog job <laughs> right Oh, it sucks. It was a lot of money too. It was like <laughs> for yeah, for me, it was a for me a lot of people listening to this would be like, that's not a lot of money, but it's like, I, yeah, it is for I don't have money. Yeah, people that <coughs> well, see, here's what happened, Brian. I don't go to the dentist. I don't have vision. <laughs> I'm running out of contact lenses, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Just be blind? Question mark. My computer's broken and I had a full meltdown. Yeah. Just full full just, meltdown. Like, where's this fucking money gonna come so from? So if you're thinking because of doing the other money. If you're thinking of doing comedy, just wait till you're in your forties and you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Oops, it happened. It it the fucking day finally comes. I'm older than you too. I've had a lot you've got a lot more fuck time in you. <laughs> you got like Four more years of suffering before you finally decide to put a gun in your mouth or drive off to nowhere, Phil. Fuck. <laughs> Here's what happened. We decided to 
um, ignore our successful jobs that we had that paid good money and um, instead focus on joining the circus for two decades. <laughs> I don't regret. I don't our, regret it. I really don't. I don't regret don't, it at all. I don't either. But this, but the bill came and it sucks. That's what's happening right now. It's the check drop. You were at a, We've been at a nice steakhouse for two decades, and they brought. They finally bring in the check. And How they many comedians are in their fifties? Like ten? Like what's gonna happen? Right. Uh, and I talk about this. What do those guys you know, do? I talk about the and, and I talk about this in the the Vice documentary that they did on during the Dad Boner heyday. Yeah. I have this. I was like, it's not going to work out for some people. And I give this huge foreshadowing of exactly what happened to me. I'm like, my greatest fear is because I was in my head thinking of comedians in their early 50s that are just fuck, fuck, fuck. And then, you know, I'm getting there. (laughs) I mean, I think that a lot of people are just fuck, fuck, fuck also and don't have maybe the life experience like i don't know how great everybody has it they voted for trump things are shit like that's how bad things are is that they will (laughs) believe this fucking big ass blonde bitch who's up there like being like it's going to be great and so people people's people's lives are shit i don't know it's not just comedy it's like that time was going to go by anyway bad shit happens anyway people listening to this like maybe they have a great job and they're living their best career but and I, and in which case, my Patreon exists also. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, That's why, um, and appreciate, great appreciate. Super appreciate the Patreonage. <laughs> like, Patreonage. Like, is, love uh, you a lot, if you know what I, I mean. Fucking, yes. <laughs> I fucking, I, I love you so much for that money. I'm. I'm like Jay Leno. I don't touch my Patreon money. I like, that's like a break glass and it's going to happen soon. Oh, I, I break the glass every month. That's like, that's like rent money because it hits on the first. Yeah. And with, yeah, that goes away. It'd be real, real not good. (laughs) (laughs) You got way more than I do, so. But like you brought you brought the money issue. Oh, it's not a lot though. It's but it's nice. Appreciate appreciate. <laughs> I have. Don't go anywhere. Appreciate. Um, yeah. Like when you mentioned the money thing, and I'll throw out a random number that I would be like super stoked. Like, like that may seem small at our age. Like I would think I was rich as fuck if I made got a job for seventy five thousand dollars. Oh my god, that would change my <laughs> life. I would think I was, I would be like a fucking millionaire. Dude, dude so, um, this guy who lives in Calabasas, I can't think of his name. John Schauble, he's a Canadian comedian. He's like, dude, $40,000 would change my life. Right. $15,000 would change my life right now. Um, if somebody's like, do you want $15,000? My entire life would change for months. I'm pretty stoked on this, uh, this college loan thing that's like i because i i i haven't that happened i didn't see if it happened um i need need to pay my sag dues is what i need (laughs) it's gonna be like 10 grand for regular people and then pell grant up to up to 20 grand i think which 
it's not really touching a lot of people's debt. Mine isn't that bad. It's, it's not like going to cover six-figure shit, but that's something, I guess. No, it's not though, because you still have to pay back that fucking money at that interest rate. Going from a hundred grand to ninety grand, your payments are still going to be well through the fucking roof. And if you owe that much, those payment plans pretty much double. Well, he had to do something. He had to do. I mean, there's like there's like headlines in the New York Times that are like, "How do Democrats convince voters they're not a party of rich elites?" And it's like, what the what are you talking about? You need to do shit for fucking people. Like that's what convince them. You're like a guy who got caught cheating. Like, babe, no, I love you. Well, it's like it's like what you do, you stupid fucks. The outrage of that is so absurd. A, it gives people money that they can spend at a restaurant. Yes. Extra money to buy shoes and support stores and yeah. and it puts the that money's just going to go back into the economy. Right, if people especially are, if you spend it right. If you give ninety percent of people money, they spend the goddamn money and it helps like put money into your shit. Like the people no, like a lot of people just like hoard money. Like the richest people they're just like I need money so they can like hoard it because they're like little pig people, and like that's they just like get off on like a number and a thing. If you give me a thousand dollars, I give you a thousand dollars. Yeah. Also, it's it's U.S. fucking federal loans. It's not like the money's coming from somewhere. It's fucking scam government shit. Yeah. Right. And who? Where's the outrage when? billionaire richest people in the fucking world have their businesses built bailed out for this is the amount oh, there's the outrage there's the outrage is they voted for trump student yeah, student loan forgiveness is a drop in the bucket compared to the amount of money that the government spends yes bailing out yes businesses that should fail you know yeah, you're a yeah. big fucking airline that sucks yeah you you just why does that get helped? And then when a mom and pop hardware store, people that just worked hard because they and donate need money because it's the donations and shit and lobbyists like, yeah, I know 90% of people have absolutely zero effect on the economy or on the, uh, on the, on politics, on policy. Like everybody who's arguing me and you even right now, or people listening to this, unless you're in the top 10%, you have zero statistical like movement on politics whatsoever. Can you afford a lobbyist? No, then shut the fuck up. Your opinion doesn't matter. So we're gonna have a civil war in this country over fucking people who like Walter the old uh, Jeff Dunham puppet and people who like the racist jalapeno puppet. Like none of this matters. None of a, none of our opinions fucking matter. Give us pay people's debts off. Like, or everybody should get one gunshot at a politician per year. <laughs> you get to one shot a year. They have to walk past and everybody gets to line up and go. Poof, 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 poof. Yeah. No murder. though. You can't kill anyone that you can't. You can shoot them. There's like they have body armor. Over I'm not all saying the part. don't come get me, FBI. It's a satire, a fair, a fair usage. Exactly. The comedy show. If you look in the description only, of this program, uh, only comedy uh, show. No reasonable person would think I'm serious. 
if you look in the um, the information section of the file, it will say genre comedy uh, covered. It's completely. Of course, I don't mean that. Of course, I don't. <laughs> I don't own any firearms. I don't even know any politicians that need to be shot. So we really did run away to the circus, and now's when the check drop is happening. And you, I'm sure you have a very similar group of friends that, like I do, that have. I go to their houses, and they have like a mansion. It's not. It's like a. It's like, yes. Yes. It's not a mansion. It's a nice house. But to me, it's like you're a fucking bazillionaire, and you have. You have two brand new yes. Suburbans and a new lawnmower. Yes. And like, yeah. You're putting a roof on the house. How much is that? Right. Oh, it's like 25 grand. Like, where did the money, where'd you right. get that money from? No, it's it's insanity. And it I don't know if people are, in, are people just in massive debt or am I just living like a fucking carny my whole life? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for some people, it just never goes away. And then you just die with the dead, and that's cool. I'm like, that's, like, fine with me. <laughs> I think that – you know what I think, Burns? I think we're going to turn it all around. I think that uh, that it's all coming up, uh, Burns and Brido, 2023. <laughs> the rest of 2022, just money, 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 spendy, spendy, spend, money. You get the money, Burns. You get the women. You get the oh, no, phone man. numbers. Yeah. <laughs> You get the Even roll of I... the emails. <laughs> the email. You get the emails. You get the yes, lots of yes answers in the email. Oh, people like emailing me going, yes. People call you. They call you. People the call phone. you and they go, yes. <laughs> you don't even ask for something. They call and they say, hey, whatever you were thinking about, you can has it. <laughs> I'm thinking about being a rapper. Yes. <laughs> Good idea. Yes. EP underground mixtape. Very nice. <laughs> oh, we pay for video. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, all these motherfuckers that we're buddies with and you, you listening, very possible because as a supporter of this program, you probably have a decent income. And if you don't, I, I, I thank you so much for that. Much appreciate. Much appreciate. This emoji, old. pray emoji. <laughs> we're old. So people that are like our age have been working this j career, the ones that were su are successful since they got out of college and we, and then they kept working and it's been like a long time. And now this is when they're making the peak bucks. Do you want to know the and most amount of money I ever made when I was going to fuck when I went to Rome and WrestleMania and I was like, I made, I was like on top of the world. I had seven commercials in one year. Do you want to, <laughs> do you want to know the most I ever made? How much do I remember one time you showed me your bank account and drunk at a bar. I want to punch you in the face. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't even that much. It was like 55 grand or something. I was like, oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? You fucking asshole. You just show me your bank account. Because <laughs> I couldn't believe it. The most that year I made $111,000. It's not even that much. <laughs> What is it? One time you made that. Lots of people make that 
all the time. Oh yeah, every year. Oh yeah, <laughs> most so much money. <laughs> it's, you imagine it's, if you made that all the time every year. Oh my god. You would just buy stuff. Most people I know make more than that, right? Like that's uh, I don't know. I don't know what people make. I mean not comedian. No idea. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> no, I don't know. Are we really screwed? Is that what's is that it? I mean, is this this no, isn't good. No, we're great. No, no. Big, things are great. I don't know. I don't know if this is entertaining or sad to listen to. No, I got denied for a job interview today, and that's what I'm dealing with. So, Well, you know, that's what we do on the program. We try and uh, alleviate tension and sadness. If anybody wants humor. to hire me, if anybody wants to hire me for your Maybe thing. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Here are some of my skills. I have a really non-traditional resume. Uh, mostly play a fat guy in commercial. <laughs> So this would be like a cold brew. You would be like, actually, I'm in two coffee commercials. So if you sell coffee and you're like, that guy looks like he has, look at him making the face. And then here's uh-huh. uh, here's the villain face. Wow, that's really great acting. Thanks. I'm a really wow. good actor. Wow. Booked a movie this week. Don't know if I can be in it because I'm behind on SAG dues. Is it a big movie, you ask? Independent. Thanks. Grateful. Much appreciate. 50 bucks. Uh, something like that. Some, no big deal. Something like that. I get paid in Applebee's coupons and, <laughs> take and it. foot rubs. I'll take it. Oh, they, here's another fucking thing. This is, this is probably rehashing. But even when I was successful for a couple years, they, I didn't. There was no money, <laughs> dude. There was. I talk about this all the time because I think it, about where it. Where did it go? No, you got exploited for labor. So there was that fucking year that Stevie Pop from Waves, like their song was like hit like huge. Like they had that they had that new if album. You're not, if you're not familiar, Waves is a like an indie band, very popular in Silver Lake. They had a couple cool albums. Yeah, and, Can't and with the bass Waves is <laughs> and. Well, I was going to use context to – I was still explaining it. They had a big song that Rolling Stone was talking about, this band, and the bass player lived in our building. And then Burns was like Rolling Stone's 50 Funniest People Alive. <laughs> like Rolling Stone's like, here's the 50 Funniest People Alive, uh-huh. and you were on it. In our sh- and when we went out for tacos and beers – yeah, it was like, and Afterwards. I was showing everybody. He did really, I was like wasted, being like this guy here. I think that uh, you ended up getting like a smoke show, babe, because I told her that too. Uh, yeah, we kept it rocking, and we went to shortstop, oh, and yes. we were we were smoking cigs. You and you brought home a smoking cig yourself. It was a, a Dove model. You brought home a Barbie doll, a real life. You brought home uh, the chick from. Uh, uh, what is uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Maybe the most attractive woman I've ever seen in person, ever. And I sat down next to her and I go, Yeah, my boy Burns is in Rolling Stone 50 Funnies. So, I mean, you can talk all the shit you want about how wasted I got. Uh, I did that too. Yeah, it worked. You're a great wingman. 
And then I off and on, like I dated that chick for almost the better part of a year. Yeah. So that Rolling Dang. Stone list no didn't get paid in money. <laughs> right. Had fun. Had a good time. Got paid in good time. But I remember thinking at that time Rolling Stone was like, this is one of the best songs, and Rolling Stone was like, this is one of the fifty funniest people. So and I was like, who gets all the money for this? For this great art that you're listing? Not me. We all lived in this shit fuck building that like that Rami you cheat me Rami like owned. It was that guy Rami made a billion percent more than all of us. <laughs> right. He's on no list. And TV show, book, tour, yeah. other TV show. Yeah. TV shows I worked on, all that shit. Yeah. I don't remember like ever getting like a bunch of money. <laughs> remember I remember the day I got I thought I was getting this fucking yeah. fat check. Yeah, and you're like, and they took was, this out. They I had to pay this out. So you had to. It was, it yeah. was like two hundred and fifty-seven dollars, and I thought it was going to be twenty-five <laughs> grand. I remember walking up the stairs, staring at that check, and I went into my room, and I was like, because I was going to cry. I was like, what? There should be more like, zeros. I, there should be. I couldn't. Two more zeros. Yeah. I couldn't fucking. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. They just took it all. Three <laughs> more zeros, please. Well, and that motherfuckers, a, 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 a grouping of fuckers who are all flush with cash oh, and yeah, BMWs and nice houses. Take and a little piece. They took all the money, and that's why they have all the money. <laughs> well, one of them uh, got busted. One of your nemesis got busted for uh, groping babes or something and harassing babes, so... Yeah, that that's good. That was good. I liked when that happened. That was a, that was a fun headline. Is he still like? Oh, we can say who it is. Fucking Fred Savage. Did he? Um, Macho did, Man Fred Savage. He was he was in the news. He got. I don't think he was convicted news were, of anything. Newsworthy. He a lot had, of accusations. Uh, and Kevin yeah, Arnold. He, is he is he kind of ostracized still? I think that he got canceled for something me too related but i mean everybody comes back and he's gonna come back strong maybe yeah princess bride too i don't think it was like i think there's the two kinds one is sexual harassment bad yes but the real bad one is the grooming type stuff oh Wow. That type of thing that type of thing i don't think you can really come back from but i guess you, people do Chris D'Elia has grooming stuff, and he's not canceled in any way, shape, or form. He's at the like, he probably right. has more shows than good comedians. Yeah, but those are like live, independent shows. Getting because a job. Because the Melrose Improv. Well, I don't know. And his, I don't know. Yeah. Phony baloney lib LA like doesn't fucking. Yeah. They only they don't care if there's money. That to whole be made. like liberal LA thing is a fucking lie. Have I ever told the? I don't know if I've told the Fred Savage saga. No, it's kind of it's it's fun and I can do it real quick. I mean, I yeah, I Just remember highlights. it pretty well. So Fred Savage has an overall deal with CBS, and he needs to bring them a project that he's attached to, or the deal will ex- expires at some point, and he will get paid out, but. He, he see with a deal in television 
they give you money up front to not work with any other network. You get to keep that money no matter what, but under that time frame, if you bring them projects that they also agree are good, you get paid extra money and you get to make those projects. It's like Columbia House. Yes, it's like Columbia House. So they want me to give the rights to CBS and with Fred Savage attached to direct and uh, co-executive produce the dad boner show. And they have real, really no place to go put it on the air. It's just in the faction of television where they'll make the show and then they have to sell it to actually be on the air, which is a whole other process. And he wants to lock up the rights to it. And I'm like, how much money will I get? $1,700. That's <laughs> it would terrible. Be I would not be able to touch my IP, my intellectual property for six months. And I refuse. I'm like, I would rather just have it go away than give you control over this and fucking see for six months. And then you can get it back. But you've got to like, well, you can get it back, but you just got to go through like lawyers and fucking all kinds of other bullshit. And who knows what kind of lies will come out of that. So I say no. He shows up at my fucking day job, at my day job where I make like shit money at running a store, like a fucking pays shit. I didn't remember this. This is okay. This is fucked up. He shows up and gets all up in me with his fake phony baloney smiling and all this trying to play mind games with me. And he, and I'm like, dude, I can't do that. It's, this is my piece of art. I can't give you control over this entire Carl Welzine franchise. And he starts laying into me about being afraid of success. It's like, you're afraid of success. You know, that's your problem. It's like, you're afraid to go forward with this because success makes you scared. Implying that you're just some fucking loser comedian who works a shit minimum wage job and you don't want you don't really want to get out of here. I my fucking job, I don't want to be it. So then this turns into a three or four day debacle where every agent at CAA that's affiliated with me is up my ass because they want the deal done. Why? Because they want to set a deal with CBS so they can make fucking money and they can satisfy their other client, Fred Savage, who makes them more money and they will gladly feed me to him with smiles and fucking lies. And I get to a breaking point and I'm so stressed out at this point. There is so much going on and I'm sitting in the jewel, um, not the jewel, what's CVS. the Vaughn's, uh, Vaughn's Vaughn. parking lot, ready yeah. to go in there and, and I get my phone blown up and it's like, I got this person on the line, this person. And I'm sitting there chain smoking parliaments out of the window of the beat up F-150. And I get to this breaking point. I just want to pick up beer and like come back, hang out with you. And now I'm all red hot. They're all up. They're all using that fucking mind game bullshit about afraid of success, blah, blah, blah. You fucking Fred's a good dude, blah, blah, blah. I finally said, look, I'm going to lay it out for you. I want a brand new off the lot tax title and fee paid for Camaro in my driveway. And I know you can get one. It doesn't have to be top of the line. Be about $30,000. I want it in my driveway this week. 
And Fred can have all he wants attachment to this project. I will sign the fucking contracts because I know, I know that motherfucker's got a big mansion and probably another one somewhere else. And he drives a fucking 740 BMW and he's 30 grand is nothing to him, but this property is worth everything to me. And they like kind of half laughed at me and go, I'm dead fucking serious. I want you to say that to him, say it to him or I'm done. This conversation's over. And I went, got a bunch of beer, came back with you and, never talk to the motherfucker again <laughs> i remember them i remember them saying like we're not gonna tell him no you were like yes, it's they, off and they were like wouldn't do it they wouldn't do it you're like they the answer is no it. you work for me the answer is no and they're like the answer is not no <laughs> yeah they were at they they were seems terrified. like seems like fred savage has a problem with uh thinking no means yes <laughs> yeah, there it is, Rido. There it is. And, you know, started off nice enough guy, got along well with him, but then took a real bad turn. And, you know, I could have been wrong, but that's just another example. The other thing how... I said earlier, I should add allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Well, I mean, I'm just we're just saying what was reported in the in the newspaper, I mean, it's very, so pub very public the... reporting. You can Google it. I don't know what it's what he did. No diff than what they said. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that Camaro did not show up. <laughs> he could have done it. It would have been nothing. It would have been nothing to him. If you could go back time machine and just be like, let's play this out. Go. Do you think that you would like to see what would have happened? Or you were like, no, no regrets whatsoever. No regrets whatsoever. I do have one regret. The The regret is that um, Dad Boner was originally sold to Amazon Studios when Amazon was, was a young buck for, for television program. And because it was new, they drug their feet and it took a long time to like, When's this getting moving? When's the contracts being signed? You know, when's the cash starting to come in? And then my manager got a phone call from Comedy Central and said, hey, we're, we, we need animated programming right now. We don't, you know, that's how they are. They're like, we need it now. What exists? I'm like, well, this is all fucking ready. They'd already seen the pitch. They're like, yeah, all right, we want it. So I'm like, all right, Comedy Central. Yeah, Comedy Central was still fucking cool back then. Yes, it was. Yeah, and South Park, like, Daily Show, Chappelle Show, yeah, like fucking I mean, workaholics, yeah. all that kind of shit. Like I was like, yes. oh, yeah, I want to be in. I want to be in that club. I mean, how I was recently like, right. was uh that uh, oh, Inga Bretson and I can't Jake Wiseman show. I mean, that was oh yeah, like Office Weirdos. Yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So I was like. I'm fucking starving. Yeah. Like this is going to move right now. They, they say it's going to start getting made. Money's going to come in. Yeah, of course. Write the script done. We're doing it. And then that didn't work out. I never really saw much money from it. <laughs> and, and, uh, it went in the trash after they spent, you know how much my pilot costs. You want to talk about fucking the yeah, amount of money that yeah. people have? I mean, I went to that office and it looked like a building 
full of people were working on it. Uh-huh. Well, Comedy Central paid for a good portion of it. And that, you know, there's also BoJack Horseman was in there. So oh, okay. a good bulk of people were making that. It was $600,000. To make that pilot? Yes. $600,000 is what the dad boner pilot that you may have seen cost. Wow. <laughs> and it was at like, it was only like four fifty, I think was the budget. And then they went back to Comedy Central and they like gave them another one fifty to like, cause like, we want to do this. We want to change this. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we like it. And then just when it, when it came to cut day, there was, legends of basketball town or whatever that you, yeah. i'm sure is a show you do not remember listening no to i remember they, well yeah i remember it because that's the thing that beat you out yeah big fucking the, the my feedback after a year of working on this and 600k going into it was we're they're just not feeling it <laughs> that was it there was no like breakdown of like well this doesn't work this doesn't we're just not feeling it. Let's buy the worst fucking bullshit from written by like a former NBA player that like had no idea how to write comedy scripts. It was so bad. It looked terrible too. And then immediately it got canceled. Power moves. It was a, okay. It wasn't the best pilot of all time. But it was about a fun drunk dad partying and like thinking he was cool. Like that would have grown into this huge franchise. I have no doubt in my mind. <laughs> I was I was positive you were about to be Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Like that's like I was positive. Yeah. And you would have gotten a job. Yeah. Because I would have just needed writers to hang out. Like because I was going to write all the shit myself. I already had a full arc for a season done. It would have just been like, who's your writing room? People are just will say I'm funny and laugh at stuff and like I'll make them do punch ups. Like that's how that works. <laughs> and it fucked it up. You and Brooks and like what well, all would have had fucking cake jobs that pay buku cash. And <laughs> instantly, instantly a culmination of three years of work and being pumped up to the point where this is fucking going you're gonna about to have your life changed yeah. got completely canceled with we're not feeling it <laughs> it's like if you were married for for three five years and finally woman's like you know what i'm not feeling i'm it. just not feeling it <laughs> we need a divorce i mean well, what? when the, i remember when a, a manager told me but that before I pitched anything that I needed to be prepared to work on this thing for three years and maybe get nothing. I needed to love it like that much. That was like maybe before that time. And when I, I was pitching something and like when, when Brooks was going through this thing recently, which is even more fucked up because at least you got a pilot, like his thing, Fox wouldn't even like pay for a pilot with him. Right. Brooks. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know I mean, what I can, is, I don't know what I can say or what I can't say. Oh, I mean, he's documented most of this on his Instagram. Oh, okay. He puts it out there in detail. Brooks just went through this. What I just yeah. described yeah. to a, a varied um, uh, version of it. He got money though. 
<laughs> so you got go to yeah. Europe and hide money. He got money because they because he got because he wrote two episodes. So he got and it's Fox money. And it's Fox, Fox money's a lot more money yeah, it's than not Viacom. Yeah, than Viacom money. Also, he had sold a show previously, so his dollar amount would be a little bit higher. Either way, he got the money, and he had a complete breakdown where he broke out in hives, and he's been in Europe for like. How long? Like he's month. still there. Yeah, he's he's in like Croatia. <laughs> he's still there. He's been in Europe for like a month, maybe more. Because like Melissa want, had a trip booked for uh, Italy that was canceled due to COVID. And I think it was maybe canceled the year before for some other fucking reason. And she messaged me she, like when she was going. So we still chit chat once in a while. We get along. And she's like, I'm finally going to this trip. I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking pumped for you. Right? She wanted to go so bad. And she was there like the same time Brooks was. But that feels like that was like a month and a half ago. <laughs> like we went to Chicago. He's like he's like on a rooftop in Italy. Like I, I we like. <laughs> right. Right. Because that's how I keep noticing that he's still there is that, yeah, like one weekend I'll be up north golfing or hanging out or i'm in chicago or i'm doing this other thing and when i look at my phone Brooks is still hanging out in italy somewhere drinking wine on a stoop over and over again i got a development deal with true tv with andrew dewitt do you remember this Mm -hmm. like i got shit-faced and passed out and he's trying to get a hold of me to tell me that like we got this development deal i woke up from like a fucking drunk nap and found out that I that we won some New York Film Festival contest, and then we got a development deal. <clears throat> so we talked to their development people at True TV. Like, we had regular meetings. I'm driving to the Valley to no, I'm like yeah, to the Valley sometimes, but like, and I'm driving to Hollywood to just sit in meetings with. And these people are on speakerphone, and that we're like pitching to them, and they like are telling us exactly what to do. And we've shaped this thing to, ex- we didn't say no to anything. It was exactly what they wanted. And you are babies. You, and you have zero like entertainment experience. So in your head, this is happening. This is happening. Fucking, Why would it not it's happen? On. It's on. Why would they have us win this contest and give us a development deal? They saw what we did. You guys must like us. Uh-huh. And then the development people went back with the pitch, which it never even occurred to me that the actual people who make decisions have not been involved in this process from the start. <laughs> right. They weren't even involved in the idea of the festival itself. No. They two underlings thought that up. Yeah. And they're like, okay, a development <laughs> deal just means that yeah, we'll try and make a show with you. And then I mean, I got no the- money from the development deal. It was just development. Like it was the dumbest shit. And in fact, here's how I know that the execs at True TV have no fucking idea. One time I went to CAA with you and had a meeting with them and they stopped the meeting and said, I'm sorry, who are you guys and what is this for? <laughs> I remember that. 
What was what were we in there for? Gentlemen scumbags. We were pitching them something about gentlemen scumbags, and you were like on a roll, and there was like some guy from CAA with red hair and a suit in the fucking room. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that they were just like sitting in this room and taking pitches like fucking job of the hut. Like Yes. We like were pitching gentlemen. Yeah. Gentlemen scumbags. TV show, which I thought was a great idea. It was like, you know, like a lot of this. Stuff I mean, that we, we had, do. It's like we had just been like show. finalists for this fucking man show thing. It made total fucking sense. It was exactly what they wanted. So was the <laughs> mean DeWitt thing. And they're like, what? I don't know, bitch. Who the fuck are the impractical jokers guys? Fuck you. Like <laughs> who the fuck are those guys? They're rich as fuck now. Yeah, that's they're fucking millionaires a million times over. So they are. <laughs> We're in this meeting. I forgot about this. We thought it was like, oh, fucking hot shit CAA. Like, we saw ballet of the car. We saw Jason Bang. Bateman in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. We got called up. Like, Bateman's still in the lobby. What are they? I mean, he's probably learning about Ozark or some shit while we're in there. We, we go into. Yeah, we get into the pitch. They make pitch Jason going. Bateman sit in the lobby, P.S. Can you imagine going. you have a business and Jason Bateman's coming in? And you're like, why don't you sit in the lobby with Burns and Brida? Pitch is going well. And they stop and say, wait, what is it? Who are you guys? The pitch is going well, he says. It was going well. I was, we were doing a good job. I'm good at. I'm fucking great in the room. I'm killer in the room. You're so... fucking one of my best skills. Who are you and what are you here for? I'm sorry. Can we stop you for a second? Who are you guys and what are you here for? And here's the thing. I you re- set this meeting. <laughs> you did. That's not the first time that that's happened to me. I did it with. Uh, Melanie Posehn, Brian Posehn's wife, is a manager. And Brian yeah. Baldinger got me a meeting with her when I first moved to town. And I was like, I'm going to get a manager. Like, yeah. So Who are you? I just got a text that says that Joe Brandon is canceling up to $20,000 in debt. Well, that's what I said. $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients, $10,000 for everybody else. You have to make $150,000 less or two hundred and fifty dollars as a couple Seems per like year to be qualified. you read the fine print. I did. I did because I'm taking that money. <laughs> Not the. I don't have the Pell Grant money, though. I don't think my parents are quite that po. My friends that are excited for it that still have some to pay off. They were the ones that were single family mm. kids. I'm my fucking parents gotta be gotta be married, otherwise I get the twenty. I know the wife has uh debt. Do you think that she got hooked up or no? I would assume so. I could ask her. Who knows if this even really happens? This I don't buy it until it fucking happens. Joe Brandon just making big announcements. Remember when he was going to like give people a, th- he's like, give you a thousand dollars. And then like when people are like, where is it? And he's like, no total Jack pushups. We gave you 300 before. Yeah. And we were like, you said a th- like so that's some ticky tag bullshit. Also, I love that. Like, well, you know, it's 
that's good. A lot, a thousand dollars is a lot of money to poor people, right? Like for what? For like a week? <laughs> what yeah. am I gonna? McDonald's costs fifteen dollars now, Jack. <laughs> Fucking how much? Do you know how much rent is? It's not even rent for a month for most people. No, even like apartments in like Flint and stuff now are like twelve hundred. I saw <laughs> that that rent that like L.A. is not even like expensive compared to like what's happening in a lot of other places. Yeah, people have bought up so much stuff. And they control so much stuff and they figured out that they can gouge everyone and drain them of all of their money up to the line that even small towns like the rent that used to be used to in where I live in Saginaw, Michigan, woo, you used to be able to rent like a whole house. I remember when I lived in like New York, like two bedroom, nice house for like 300 bucks a month. And then somewhere along the way in the last 10 years, now it's like, yeah, 1500 That's why when people are like, I mean, you got to pay attention to what's happening in New York and L.A. Because that shit is coming to your town. So it makes sense. It's like like fashion, anything. Yeah. Like everything trickles down. Yeah. Food, like, like super hip taco trucks. Like I have those now. Oh, my it's God. Did I, I sent you I sent you that article. Uh Mom talks. Oh, Tex-Mex is dying. Yeah, I mean, let's say for restaurants, though, isn't it? Isn't it that restaurants that are Tex-Mex based are closing? Yeah, no one wants yellow cheese on their on their hamburger tacos. It's also a hipster written article, though. That's like, what do you mean? It's happening in L.A. It's going to come to you. I love Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex is my favorite Mex. (laughs) It's my fave Mex. Because you get the torts, you get fajitas, you get the queso dip. I like like because Tex Mex is like what's Chipotle? Like, Chipotle is just like fresh Mex. That'd be like a fresh Mex. Tex Mex is more like nachos. It's like barbecue, barbecue and Mex. Like you think oh. like a brisket, a brisket taco with like a homemade flour tortilla type. Most thing. barbecue places I went to in Texas also had tacos, so that makes sense. Right. It was like interesting to me. Tex Max, like, you know, see, I took it as like chain restaurant Mexican spots that are like chimichangas and like. No, no, no. Tex Max is exactly what it sounds like. It's Texas barbecue type. It's, you know, because there's a lot of like barbecue white folk, black folk, and then there's a lot of Mexicans in Texas. And then they combine the foods and bam, bam, bam. You make delicious shit that uncle burns likes. (laughs) I thought they were saying that Midwest mom talks are on their, on their last legs here because of birria tacos. (laughs) Maybe I still love them. I'm never giving you. I texted you back. You could pry my mom talks from my cold dead hands. I enjoyed that text. Yeah. So you are going to, you tell me what you're going to, can you tell me, I guess I should say, what you're going to say? I have a seg before you move. Hold the thought. Yeah. Because it goes along with the, with the, with the thread. Is, are we doing reg um, show today or just a uh, Patreon? If I can post this from my phone, from the audio, I'm going to put the video on Patreon. Okay. And the audio up as a regular show, but I don't think I can get access to my Libsyn account. Oh, shit. Right. So I believe that 
for Patreon, you'll be able to. Oh fuck! You can't get you'll on, be able. To... You can't get on your RSS feed. Right. Maybe I could. Maybe I could get on it from my phone. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I've never logged into Patreon. Uh, not uh, Libsyn, which is my provider for posting the show. Right. I've never. I've never tried on my phone. I would assume I could just type the website in and. I mean that's Upload how phone, that's how phones work for websites, right? Or I could I could go run to my mother's house and do it on the old Dell, I suppose. But yeah. it, you'll you'll notice when you list when you, this show starts, there is no editing, there is no song. It's just, but it's a pretty Unplugged. good episode. I think we've covered Unplugged. some fun stuff. I think we've covered interesting things. I think I should put it out for for Ray. all to see. For reg and then so video for if Patreon. If I send you this file as a you send it, two tracks, my audio and your audio, or do you want me mm-hmm. to send it as one track, our audio? I just want the MP3. One file. It has to be MP3? What am I going to do with it to post if it's not oh, Apple an doesn't MP3 do, file? It's never MP3. What is it? MP4. Video is MP4. Oh, wait. Uh, Audio is MP3. Is, okay, we'll we'll discuss later. Mine are all saved as MP3. I know that when I have to send an MP3 places, whatever Apple does is not MP3, and I have to switch it, and it is like, why? That's strange. Like mine, if you look on like the files on my desktop, it's Power Moves episode 190, but... M4A or something? M4A. Maybe it's M4A. I don't even know if my phone can handle. So, how you want to? <laughs> how you want to do? Well, we don't need to discuss it during the program. <laughs> M4A. That's what I. That's what it does. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is, whatever the save that you save and then post as. I just need that file. If you're listening to this thing, and this conversation took a boring turn, you cannot Look, wait until I have this for 20 let, minutes later today. Let's turn it back around. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you had I a, have a segment, f- yeah. I would like to make an announcement. I have officially quit Taco Bell. <laughs> Why? Because the night before I went to Chicago, to to see your lovely face. Yeah. I got Taco oh, Bell because oh, I didn't want to cook. I, know I didn't want I didn't want any dishes. I didn't want you know, I just oh Taco Bell sounds good. Yeah, it's fucking like vacation. I'm going out of town. Like I can have Taco Bell on like a Wednesday night. It fucking twisted me up something fierce later that evening where I was up all night making the doo-doo waters. And then for the the whole time I was in Chicago, I was eating like these anti-diarrhea emodium pills, like fucking Skittles all day long. And they they worked, but it was like if I forgot to take them, my, my body needed to flush out whatever that dirty Taco Bell disease was. And it wasn't that good was the thing. It like wasn't good. It just was the Taco Bell was suck. It wasn't and the last couple of times I've gotten it, it's been suck. And it's just like so that's a big that's a big thing for me. A lot of my the buds are like, No, dude, you can't. No, like 
Taco Bell's awesome. I'm like, I'm done with Taco Bell. Do you have a Del Taco? I'm, I do not. I would rather make my at-home Montox or I have some indie-owned places that I'll be getting my taco goods from. And I'm done. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I don't want to do this, but I can't even think about Taco Bell without clinching up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. Oh boy! Can't. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even like. It makes me want to, because uh, I know exactly what I ate. What did, just you makes me, what did you have? What did you have? I had, <laughs> I I had the cheesy beefy melt. Yeah, you did. And then I, and then I had. I had the doo doo water. And then and then I had the doo doo water melt. And then, no, I had two. Actually, I had two cheesy beefy it's called, melts. It's pronounced mole. <laughs> and I had, I got Montezuma's Revenge in Saginaw. And then I got a, I got a bean burrito, which was like, okay, this will be good on the train. I'll eat this fucking cold, like in the morning. I call this morning, poo, like, bean burrito on the train. See you in 15. <laughs> In the morning, I was looked at. I was like, "Open the fridge." I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> Fuck There's you. only three types of shits. There's a bean burrito on the train type of shit. <laughs> Fuckers! I just shit on the train. I just shit on a fucking dirty Amtrak mm. train toilet. Mm. Oh my god! I had to build a nest. Mm. The train's fucking going to and fro. I'm trying to lay down toilet paper, and someone had already done a paint job in there. <laughs> and it's just like, oh. <laughs> Uh, and I'm just, it was just the worst experience. And now I fucking hate Taco Bell. I never thought this day would come. I've been a supporter since day one. I've spent thousands of dollars at Taco Bell. And the line has been crossed. It's fucking over between us. This is a divorce. Turn that toilet sign into the a... papers, Taco Bell, because you're not getting any of this sweet dick mouth ever again. <laughs> you're canceled. Turn that toilet into a Joaquin Pollock painting, if you know what I mean. Canceled Taco Bell. Damn. Well, Taco Bell's canceled in the valley for uh, being too far away from where I live. Uh, and wow. also, where I live, nobody goddamn wants Taco Bell. Right. You can get other stuff. Right. Surrounded by delicious Jalisco's own birria tacos, which I keep talking about. Because they're delicious. Because they're delicioso. They are delicioso. Muy delicioso. Yeah. Those are a delicious bitch. The, <laughs> the question I was going to ask you. Can you talk about how you're uh, now an educator? No. Okay. Because that's not. That's not. Um, it seems like it's on topic for what we were talking about, though. Sure. Uh, I, I, no, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna teach. I'm gonna teach some workshops, and that's all I'll say. Okay. Industry, industry-related workshops, similar to some of the stuff that I just uh, rehashed earlier in the program here. How to keep your hog piped when you're shooting a porno. <laughs> How you keep that pipe of the week fresh as a daisy. Like. <laughs> Five bar a week. Yeah, so like I, I, maybe I get this new compute, and then it'll like make me feel Everything's more. Everything's gonna excited. change with this new compute. 
Maybe old make compute more... got you Fred Savage. Now this the new compute's gonna get you Fred Siegel. I hope they can get all the stuff out of it. It's filled with endless stuff, like graphics and scripts and everything from like the last twelve years. Yeah, take it to Apple Store and be like, I know. And if I want to go to the Apple Store, it's in East Lansing, an hour and a half away. Man, I have two old desktop computers that just won't start and they just spin and hum and one day I got into the old 2006 computer and I got all these like amazing photos off of there but yeah yeah I would say that this computer has a couple thousand pictures on it that are just like I just it's not in a cloud of any sort because it's out older than a cloud based Thing. There's yeah, I it may be in a cloud. I don't know. You've had it's is this so, the wood panel computer? You've had that one for yes. like ten Jesus. I think I've had this. I've had this for a long time. Yeah, I was always it's, mad. I went through like three computers while you were like still rocking that like laptop. It always worked. It just was old faithful, and it just you know, Grandpa was like fucking. 87 and you're like wow grandpa still seems spry and then grandpa yeah. dies at 92 you're like eh, i can't really be that sad it's like he was fucking 92 so right, right. Right. we knew it was coming it wasn't like it's a surprise yeah, yeah like I, there was like a someone's like wanted me to join clubhouse and i still had the 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 mac or the iphone that came like 10 years before this and i couldn't join clubhouse and i hated telling people and i also have the 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 keychain for uh for my gym because i couldn't download the app because my (laughs) fucking phone wouldn't support it yeah so there's two things i had to do it was just like embarrassing and then i finally got a new phone like a year ago because my phone right did that thing where the battery just dies instantly that's what mine was doing immediately like the week before i moved from la Good and Lord. on top of of top of all this shit, like the day before I moved, I had to go to the T-Mobile no. so we could split our family plan no. up and, and I could get a new phone and I was hung over as shit. No. And then they had to transfer my old, old stuff or some of it into the new phone, which took like an hour. Yeah. And while you wait at T-Mobile, there's no TV to watch. You can't play on your phone. You literally have nothing to do. Ugh. It's L.A., so it's not like you're going to leave and go somewhere. You fucking, it'll take you an hour to get home. You might as well just sit there. <laughs> it was the pits. Yesterday, I found three of my old phones, which I'm very interested in. As to what, because I don't like to get everything transferred onto my new phone. Usually with computers and phones, which that's an old ass computer. I like to let everything go because I don't want that old crap on my new computer. There's some fucking OCD thing with my brain. I don't want the old stuff. It's so nice to be new and fresh yeah. and empty and clean. Yeah. But there's got to be so much stuff on those phones. Because I know that the first three of them, or I think there's three, the last one might have got transferred, but there's two whole phones that are maxed out with like hundreds and hundreds of photos that I've never, like, I don't have, I don't know what's on there. A lot of, uh, semi erect penises and, uh, things like that. Yes. 
yes the very those are definitely on there <laughs> a lot of a lot of fluffed dongs on there yeah yeah either yeah we, i've talked about this before you're gonna send dick pics you do fluff you don't do full you don't do the small that way no one knows how big it can get that's a and i know people are like oh no cooking. i've been taking them Right after I play a game of pickup basketball, and it's like, <laughs> and it looks like a grape is trying to climb inside me. <laughs> You're saying, what now? Don't take it. I like to ride the exercise bike for like two, three hours and drink a bunch of coffee. And then I go out in the snow, like behind a 7-Eleven, where it's real cold. <laughs> and then when I'm perfect, I'm all dehydrated, you know, so you can like, it's like how you want to take muscle pics. It's like, you know, when you take like, you're like Kumail or something, you want to do some men's health yeah, pics. Yeah, 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 for sure. You don't drink water for like two days, like muscle men do. Yeah. So all you're all vascular and everything's real. Like, all your muscles are exposed. Your peen's the same way. You want it shrunk down. <laughs> You don't want any fluffiness or fat hiding what's really going on. You can't be hydrated, and you have to be freezing ass cold, and you have to be bent over, tie, like tying your shoes style, and that's the best way to take a picture. When you <laughs> when your dick is inside of you, but an inch and a half of crumpled skin is still there for some reason, and no, you're like you're like uncircumcised. You want to look uncircumcised. That's what you want. Have you ever have you ever had that happen where you're like afraid it's not gonna come back out? <laughs> oh, I've been like, what is this? Yeah, it's Dude, uh, yeah. Peens are a wonder. I mean, they can be a peens, lot of different sizes. Peens, they, they are a wonder. They are they are strangely day to day. Every time you go in to take a wee, it's a different person down there. It's like a completely new disguise. Yeah. Depending on circumstances. Yeah. Sometimes gone. Sometimes pretty sweet. <laughs> that happens at the gym. That's oh. the worst. When you get like dehydrated, like I'll be on a doing some fucking sit down weird thing. Mm. And you gotta like tug, like try like you're adjusting your shorts, but it looks like you're tugging on your dick while you're surrounded with smoke show babes. <laughs> it does not a good look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While you're making eye contact with their butt cheeks, it is not a good place for your hands. I don't wear my glasses at the gym because I just don't want them on, and I don't wear contacts, so I can't see shit. Like my eyes have gotten, I don't, I can't. My I, my nearsightedness is pretty rough, so sometimes I'm a little concerned that it looks like I'm staring at, <laughs> like Maybe I could be can. just dead staring at some chick, like. In my head, or a, or a guy, of, or like a, you're like giving a guy the ooh la la's that he's like, what the fuck? Because you're like, <laughs> and you're going, like you're like squinting and stuff, trying to see, and he's like, that motherfucker winking at me. Do I like this or love this? <laughs> Gonna follow him to his vehicle in the parking lot. <laughs> <New> vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Do I kiss him? Or just bring him in close with my boner. Bring him in. Do I just pull him in tight by the small of the back and 
press my my gay God. penis against his thigh? Do I just hook him around with my vaudeville cane boner like a bad act? I need to get off stage, but really it's bringing him in for a smooge. I think what I do is I come up behind him with my boner perfectly stuck out straight, not up, not down, perfectly out straight. And I give him a little poke. I give him a little poke, right? Where? <laughs> right in between the cheeks. <laughs> Try to get no, directly play. on his b-hole. I, I guess it would have to be up for that. <laughs> so, fucking play. So you can't see at the gym. And you're going, and you're like making... You're making like winky. So you got something in your eye and you're like winking and this guy, the guy actually looks at you and goes, me? <laughs> and you go, yeah. If, you're like, if I was. Because you're like listening me. to music, you're listening to beats and you're like nodding and like being like, fuck yeah, this song fucking rips. And you're like, and so he, all this guy sees is you like, <laughs> like kind of nodding your head and looking at him like me. You, parking lot, vehicle, boner stuff, as soon as you're ready. <laughs> I just keep nodding. Uh -huh. <laughs> he's like, he's going, me? And he's like making jack off motions, and you're like, not, you're just blind. This is like a good curb episode. <laughs> if some guy walked up behind me in the fucking Planet Fatness parking lot, impressed his boner into my butt cheeks i don't even think i'd be mad i just would i think i would be the funniest thing like and i don't know what that sort of thing says about me as a person like self-esteem or like I, you're not I homophobic you're an accepting person yes very much so but i just don't get like freaked out by stuff like that or i mean but it's worth yeah. the story it'd be worth the story for that to happen and I think that's what people like us have been conditioned to be like. It's, it's probably horribly offensive that I said any of this. People are like, oh, that's what they do you think. That, and I'm like, no, but in the scenario, he's go, he's like asking you for consent, like from yeah, far no, away. And then nothing you're offensive nodding. about this whatsoever. It's me accidentally getting some guy horned up because I'm throwing out vibes like I want a boner press and <laughs> I don't know. It could be with a babe that's a that's a, like not good. Like that, you know, she press her pussy up against my butt. What? I mean, how could she be not good if she's at Planet Fatness? One hundred percent of Planet Fatness babes are are worth giving the ooh la la. It's very mixed in there. There it is. Started by a university. Mm pretty sure every planet fit fatness babe is an ooh la la no there's some there's a there's a lot of denim being worked out in in um no, planet fatness no. here <laughs> it's the i've gotten into arguments about this with people like actual athletes who are like no it's fine i'm like it is not there's this, there's this dude who runs on the treadmill or walks or whatever the fuck and he wears the same outfit every time, which is a tucked in white T-shirt, backwards Tigers baseball hat and jean shorts. And I'm like, this You're is just crotch. this is just must, Jesse must Pop. Just be smoked. 
Yes, Jesse Pop. And it, and his name is Jesse Pop. That's funny. When we went to Disney World when we were dating the gals. Yeah. And we rode the you know, like the water ride with the log, whatever it's called, Matterhorn or something. And you get true. wet. Yeah, yeah. And you had on jean shorts. And your thighs rubbed together oh. so bad. Oh, you're talking about me. Yes, yes. We we had to leave because your thighs were raw and you couldn't take another step without scorching pain. <laughs> because what was wet, that? I wasn't too denim. fat. Yeah, wet denim. It wasn't anything. I mean, you're, you got big ass gams and you had on wet denim walking around a park for like a long time. <laughs> And your thighs were so smoked, I don't think you could walk for a few days. I, like, had to show you guys so you wouldn't – and you were like, oh, uh-huh. my God. Yeah. Just hamburger hamburger thighs. Oh, round up. It looked like it's. I took a cheese grater to both of the inside <laughs> of my thighs and went – And then did it to the other side. Because, like, who else is like, I got to go home from the happiest place on earth. My fat thighs rub together. That's the you had a saddest motor thing. <laughs> motorcycle accident and somehow landed on your on your fucking inner thighs at the same time. I got attacked by two badgers just around my dick. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> that sucked. Yeah, that's the sucked. worst. Like any sort of rubbing injury is the worst. Yeah. Gene on gene high school action. Yes. Well, oh. That mostly is when that would happen. Because you don't want to say no. I've, I've talked about this. A before. lot of times you don't sure. notice. I noticed one time, but I didn't sure, want to sure. stop because we were really getting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, the skin will grow back. This has never happened to me. Rory Scovel had a bit I don't, about how he was about to give oral sex to a woman for the first time in his life. He remembers it like it was yesterday. He's like, Rory Scovel, I didn't think we'd make it. Like, you you rascal. You're here. You did it. You did it. I didn't think this day would come. Yeah, you would, you, you would think that you accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't accomplish shit. No, but it's like you'd heard you'd heard about like dick and pussy shit your whole childhood. Dick and pussy shit. And it was finally happening. You're like, oh my god. Finally been waiting so long. That I finally found you. I used to bring a barely legal porn mag on stage and talk about how that name came to be. Like there's gotta be some dudes who get a subscription to that and they're like oh man the new issue oh barely legal i've been waiting so long i've been waiting oh finally (laughs) no because it was finally legal because there's barely legal there's barely legal yeah i remember barely it was finally legal it was a lower rung tiered porn mag (laughs) finally legal (laughs) oh i've been waiting so long oh man and then i'd flip through it be like oh oh <laughs> Don't have to go to jail. Finally, Kylie Diamond. Oh my God. Oh, I remember you from you were just a wee one. Oh, mm. <laughs> finally, 
Finally. <laughs> like, yeah. like anyone who reads finally legal as a shot with a smoke show 18 Oh, my God. Finally. <laughs> Wait so long. Oh, it's been forever. I've been just sitting oh. here. Oh, my God. Got it on your calendar. Oh. It just says finally legal. Counting down the days. <laughs> Counting down the days. He couldn't talk to an eight year, 18-year-old woman for more than two minutes. <laughs> There's no way. No, it'd be great. First of all, so I... I completely I, different language. I used to think about that with Hugh Hefner. And I, I'm seeing these women... Who, like they have a podcast or something now they used to date like Hugh Hefner and they were like oh my god like I remember the first time we had to have sex with him it was fucking gross it's just like who <laughs> who made you fuck him then like that's such a self own he got to fuck like young playboy chicks and then like 20 years later you're like it was gross yeah it's like he's dead now so you fucked an old man. Like, you're also, gross. Ha- having sex with someone who doesn't want to have sex with you, but still agrees to it, yeah. is so awful. And it just sounds awful. Like, like I guess. I mean, unless they're like, I, I don't know what, I don't know enough about it. I just saw the headline and I was just like, I mean, why'd you have sex with them then? Money for money. I need money. I would have sex with some old fucking 82-year-old woman for like $10,000. This is about to happen in the parking lot of the L.A. Fat. Windows windows open, daylight, 10 grand cash. Fucking bring them on in. Bring bring them on in all day long. I'm fucking... I'd have I sex with an old do, chick. I would do that Cindy, and tell everyone. I'd have sex care. with Cindy Crawford. How old is she? Sixty. <laughs> no, I'm talking out like like denim, denim wearing grandma with a walker at Planet Fatness for ten thousand dollars. Man, there'd be like <clears throat> That's remember, where I'm at in life. <laughs> I remember at Gold's Gym, there was like people who are like bodybuilders, right? And then there's like old guys carrying like wet bags <laughs> like wet plastic bags and you're like the only exercise bike available is next to this old man with like veiny legs holding this wet bag and you're like i don't why is it what is that chicken livers <laughs> what why did you bring that wet food bag into this gym you fuck <laughs> Drippy bag filled with raw chicken livers. I need these. For what? It's my booger. It's my boogers and poop. Get out of here. They're mine. Why do you have them in a... Like a plastic bag? It's my wet... (laughs) It's my wet bag. It's my wet bag. My dry one has the oatmeal. Then I would go to, like... I'd go to the location of the LA... Or of the Gold's Gym... Just to like see, because like everybody who goes to your gym, if they're if it's like a gym like that, you can automatically go see photos of their life. And there used to be this Viking guy that would go to our gym, and I would watch uh-huh. his videos. He was like, "Here, here at Gold's Gym, this place is just a den of mediocrity, man. 
I saw a, <laughs> I saw a guy sleep on the stairmaster. I saw like another guy, like he was just talking about how shitty everybody was at the gym. Uh-huh. And he kept calling it a den of mediocrity. And I was like, oh, he doesn't know what mediocrity means. <laughs> he just knows that it's like an insult. Like, I don't know what's medium about a guy like asleep on a stair. That sounds pretty bad. That's the medium guy. Guy's fucking moron. <laughs> then I would see him in commercials yeah. as like a Viking. It's like he's really committed to this Viking guy thing. Places a den of mediocrity. Guy with a wet bag. <laughs> I wonder what ever happened to um, Muscle Guy. Oh, Muscle Guy is probably dead from COVID. Yeah, or or um, or thriving, or or just old. Because that was, what, 10 years ago that we, we... Okay, so Muscle Guy was dating Muscle Babe. Muscle Babe was young and smoke show. Both bodybuilder, like, real bodybuilder, like, competitive bodybuilders. But he was a former Raiders football player who mm-hmm. just happened to have, like, ripped old man physique. And he was dating literal bodybuilder young chick. Yes. Not too young. Maybe in her 40s? I don't think she was it's that hard old. To, it's, oh, it's hard for me to tell how old she was. Yeah, they're both real leathery. Yeah, she looked like a but, bag made out of muscles. Well, the, I don't think I would ever necessarily noted him to the extent that we did, except for the fact that he wore Jordan 11s. Now, he was just, he's an old man who looked like, like a jacked dude. Like, we would have noticed him. Not, yeah, but... I noticed him more so because he had cool shoes. He had like, it was an old dude with fresh ass Jordan 11 breads on. Yeah. And then like, I think at one point we had timed it to see what kind of car he had. And he had like some white Hummer or something that you'd expect. Yeah. He lifted with fingerless gloves. He was just like a, a, I think it was a green, like, Dodge Challenger, like, muscle. I would, I see, I was going to say he had a Dodge, like, Challenger. Yeah. <laughs> he had white, slicked back hair, and then muscle body with a tan. He just looked like an old football, jacked football player. He's just an like a- old guy face, but, like, muscle body. And then, like, and we used to talk about wanting to watch them fuck. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you go, you could see nude photos of the two of them, like hookup photos that they posted on their Instagrams. We did find the Instagram. That's what we got to do, Brad. Oh, we got to remember who it is. And oh, there's can... no way I'm going to remember who it is. Ugh. And that would be like a 10 years of text messages to you ago. <laughs> Maybe you got to do the old Gold's Gym search. To LA, see if that Gold's Gym LA. There? Okay. Yeah, because that might be you might have to do some work. Oh, you might find this interesting, or just look up like old LA Raider football players, oh and you'll just God. have to look through like ten thousand people. He's probably like a nineteen eighties LA Raider, and she's Muscle Babe. Although we one time we saw a guy <laughs> doing like weird exercises in there, and you, I think you said. Looks like sumo wrestling, and then I looked up sumo wrestling Los Angeles, and it ended up being like an amazing time. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I bet that's fun. It was so fun. And we found the guy. At my gym two days ago was women of wrestling. They're chicks walking around wearing W-O-W, women of wrestling shirts. And so I looked that up and wife wanted to go. So I'm going to uh, watch female wrestling on Saturday. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I it's bet a it's a promotion that it hasn't started. I bet it's a lot better when it's all like chicks. It's, it's probably to be a different vibe. I mean, Candice uh, LeRae was amazing at P Dubs. Right, but they, I bet it's more like that. I bet it has better feel to it because all the ones that like AEW chicks are rad. See, I don't watch when it. you watch. Yeah, I don't watch. But like WWE, is but just Victoria all, like, was like, "Is it gonna be like type shit?" She's like, "Is it gonna be like PWG?" And I said something sexist. I was like, "Well, they're not gonna be like." athletic like that <laughs> sorry I'm drinking iced tea out of a pitcher and we'll spit it all over the place she's like why wouldn't they be as athletic as that and I was like you know women <laughs> well, I well I don't know, you know. And, she, and her point was you know Candace was awesome at PWG and I was like well okay I guess yeah there's a lot of there's some I think that are massive huge. There's a couple jack chicks now. Well, I, I mean, they're always they're always some sort of jack chick. There was China. Did I tell you that my mother is reading the the Tyus? What's his name? Tyrus. We talked about it. Uh, yeah, we talked about it last time. Yeah, you showed me uh-huh. Brodus Clay. I didn't know if that was uh, all these shows blurred together. I can never remember if that was an MMB conversation or something. But yeah, <laughs> my mother's really enjoying. Oh, and she was super pumped because he was going to host Solo, the Gutfeld program. <laughs> I saw him at the airport one time. He's doing well. Is he's he getting on... that Jack Daniels glazed uh, bourbon burger or whatever the fuck. Makes total sense. Dude loves Fox News and Jack Daniels glazed chili burgers and found it found a niche for himself don't at me i know that i misspoke it's not bourbon it's tennessee whiskey <laughs> let's do some power grooves my song of the week is hippies and cowboys by cody jinx it's kind of like a he's like you know he's in that group of hip new country type dudes who like to talk about doing drugs and kind of a little more raw a little more sturgill simpson kind of vibe but right. I listened to a whole bunch of Cody Jenks the other day. Never was never was educated on it. I was like, all right, this is because I love old country. I love outlaw country. That's mm-hmm. why I've listened to probably more of that in the house than most things. But it's hard to find something new. So hippies and cowboys, Cody Jenks, real cool looking guy too. Looks like big beard, like real badass looking. Um, I don't want you listen. Man, I hate I hate to admit it, but it was a. Instagram Reels song that I kept hearing and I actually liked. What is it? It's called Billie Eilish. That's the name of the song by some rapper. I can't think of the rapper's name, though. Oh, it's not by Billie Eilish. It's not by Billie Eilish, but the song is called... This is going to be impossible to Google, isn't it? Billie Eilish rap song. It is by Armani White. Armani White, Billy Instagram Reel. Yeah, <laughs> Billy. I bet you can find it on YouTube. Oh I no, it's on it's on Spotify too. I found it on there. 
but fabulous. Armani White, but, Billie but Eilish. You prefer, you prefer to watch it on Instagram reels. That's how I heard it. I mean, you can't control uh, how I, you know. How, <laughs> I was watching trample this guy who's amazing at trampoline. Uh huh. Like he gets like five people on the trampoline and they bounce when he does, and he goes like like 30 stories in the fucking air and does scary high. Yeah. Like like, like scary high. And like they have to throw mats under him because like you could die. But it just looked like it just was so like almost like Zen like to watch this person float through the air that high. It was crazy. But yeah, Yeah, that's like that's like a that's a recurring nightmare that I have. I'm a little kid and I'm on this street that's by my house that i grew up in i'm going real fast on my like huffy bmx going real fast and then i hit a curb or a, like a and i and i do a little jump but then i never stop coming down and i go up and it's like super awesome for like 10 feet and then all of a sudden i'm like 100 feet in the air and i can just see down and i'm like oh fuck you can't land and that has to mean something it has to mean like i've gone too far <laughs> maybe that's Maybe that maybe that's me stressing about like oh no I was in the circus too long now what do I do? Maybe it means that you're can relax because like finally legal. Finally, oh man, we waited so long. That's how you felt before you realized finally. <laughs> All right. Oh, we did it. I did it backwards. Oh well, let's do some power tube. Usually power grooves is last, but. We'll do power tube second, I guess. This is all mess anyway. I watched um, last night the new Untold series, um, Rise and Fall of And One, with Hot Sauce and Skip to Maloo and the whole trajectory of that. You know And One, correct? Yeah, but and one so I watched tape. a 30 for 30 about this. It's not the 30 for 30. It's something else, right? No, it's uh, that Untold series on Netflix that I believe um, okay, what's his yes. name does okay. from from the thing. He used to have a show on HBO and it went away. Ben, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. I so, think Bill Simmons does Untold. But he does Thirty for Thirty too. Mm, I I don't know then. Interesting. Either way, interesting. Maybe I just blackout forgot the Thirty for Thirty. But so it's the same people that did the Manti Teo one. It's the same. Yeah, I don't know if it's the exact it's I think same it director. I think it is. Well, it's the. I think it's the same umbrella thing. Yes. See, I watched. There's two Manti Teo docs. One is on. One's a two-parter on Netflix that I just watched. Yes. There's like three versions of every documentary now. It's like crazy. Right. There's one untold, and then there's another one which is very confusing to me. And I already watched the other one. Oh. I did on your recommendation. I did watch the two parter. Yeah. And it's, it's, it was very good. Very, very interesting, but there's no way I can, I want to hear that story twice. No. So yeah. It's the same. Now, yeah. So it kind of fucked me on the other thing. Also, I, um, <clears throat> I've been enjoying the dark side of comedy series. Oh, both of, both of the first two episodes are, are very good. The first one is Chris Farley. And uh, last night I watched the Andrew Dice Clay episode, which is a lot of cringy stuff. The way they break it down, it makes it 
much more uncomfortable than it just lo- watching it at face value. It is. It's you showed me the the danger field the danger field special, or that's the set at where Rodney Dangerfield introduces him. It's I, I couldn't wa- I couldn't watch it. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the good kind of shock. It is, and then and we'll watch the document. Watch it's, the documentary. It's the same feeling I get when I watch hardcore wrestling, where it's like it's something that I like. But it's making me feel bad instead of good. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. But this, it's it's very well done. It's just like the wrestling ones. It's it's great. And the next one is Roseanne Barr. The nice thing about the Dice Clay one, and I, I I'll give a very light spoiler that won't ruin or take away from your enjoyment. Like they show the early stuff when he's just Andrew Silverstein, oh. and he does like him. He's like an impressionist. So what he does, he was very alt. He was just an alt comic who did he's Dan different Whitney. things. He's Dan Whitney. He was a lot the way I was, where sometimes I would just do a, a bit that was completely isolated from regular stand-up. And then, lo and behold, piece, people are pieces of shit and loved when he was awful awful racist people and homophobic people yeah. loved it and there's a lot of those motherfuckers in new york in the 80s yeah. and so now. he just and now so, considering what's popular now right so he just keeps doing that character which is just in it the trajectory of his career is incredible it's very very good also i'm excited for the roseanne one but yeah those are Super duper. Okay, I'll check. I'll check that out. the The one I was going to say was one that I recommended you, which is also comedy. So we're going to look like big, big fat dorks. Is uh, the Kamau Bell twenty eighteen uh, single episode history of Bring the Pain by Chris Rock and like Oprah's in it and um, you know, a ton of celebrities talking about the influence of, in my opinion, the second best. Chris Rock special after uh, Bigger and Blacker. I like. I never thought Bring the Pain did anything for me, but I saw Bigger and Blacker first. But it's very interesting to watch a guy who is super talented, but had a very specific style, and then get blown out of the water by Martin Lawrence and decide that he needs to fucking change shit. And something similar actually happened to Carlin with... Uh, Sam Kinison. He saw Sam Kinison and was like, I can't let this motherfucker beat me at this. Uh huh. And so yeah. he does jamming in New York. And so bring the pain is essentially Chris rock who is never a deaf jam comic, not being able to follow Martin Lawrence in Chicago. Like Martin Lawrence killed so hard that he, Chris Rock left his dressing room and thought a fight had broken out and they were just like howling in the aisles and stuff. And cause he was like acting stuff out. Chris Rock just like sat there and told jokes and now he's, le- he's learning how to like, how to bring in, how to use the space and how to perform bigger and like how to use his voice and how to like really, it was, it was, that part was interesting. Like that's his coming out. That says, I'm Chris fucking Rock. I am a generational talent special. And so that was a cool thing to watch. I did watch it. Yeah. I, I, until you said the the uh, 
Martin Lawrence stuff. Because this is like one of those I watched it at, like started it at one o'clock in the morning on like Saturday night. Yeah. And I've yeah. been partying all day. Yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy it. It's very good. And I watched so many of these comedy things. I don't know how, how many other things do I watch that I've just forgotten because no one else brought them up again. I, and I also started The Bear. I love The Bear. I recommended The Bear on the program. I believe it was when you were on jury duty. And that is such an easy watch. So pleasurable. What is there? Eight episodes. But it's, cha- it's chaotic at first, though. Like, and um, so, yeah, but. I'm very jealous of all the actors that are in it also. Yeah, it's 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 also food stuff. Yeah. It's a restaurant show. Like I'm I love it. I love it. And they have the it's shot beautifully. And I went to the extent where I was trying to find those t-shirts that he wears because his white t-shirts just fit perfectly. They're 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 perfect the way the ribbing is on the neck cuz I noticed all this stuff. Yeah, like yeah, those yeah. are Where's where are those coming from? Because wardrobe sometimes will just get a thousand white t-shirts from Goodwill and they're like old Hanes or whatever. But right. they're they GQ wrote an article about where those t-shirts came from. Interesting. Which ones which ones they are. And I found them. Plus they're his arms little, are all jacked and they're a little bit higher on the on the arms. Yeah. That's the thing. You want that you want that shorter sleeve cut to show off that try. And they look dope on him. I mean, I bet that dude is like five two. <laughs> he looks like a little guy. Um, and they even have one of the characters say he has little man syndrome. So it's like he must be like a little. He looks like a little gymnast. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like a lot of dudes on TV look super jacked. Like, but they're really just small, so the muscles pop more. <laughs> and in person, it'd be like, oh, my arms are bigger than yours, but yours look fucking incredible in an extra small $45 t-shirt. It is funny. We have like little actor friends and stuff. And like, if you're ever on set and you meet like one of these, they're just like petite little gentlemen. Like a lot of these actor guys, like, like I haven't been the size of a little actor fella since like prepubescent, like 12 year old little league. Do you think that's because smaller kids didn't gravitate towards sports. That's got to help. Like, yeah. Past fifth or sixth grade when they didn't make freshman basketball or yeah. baseball, football, cause they yeah. were too little. Yeah. They just, they were like, got into theater and, and you just automatically got more. It's, but then I always find it interesting that a lot of child actors gr- turn out to be small. <laughs> like, Stunt your They girls? also. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's strange. I, I also, like, I've wondered if they look at your parents and decide, like, if you're going to be attractive later or if you're going to go through, like, insane possibly. puberty. Like, possibly. <clears throat> and also a lot more than you would think. Actors are like, you find out, oh, yeah, their dad was on Gunsmoke. Oh, yeah. Their For dad, sure. Like, there's a huge amount of them. So let's say you've got little short, handsome guy who's like TV star in the 70s or 80s, 90s that you've never really heard of, but he made a nice living and he was an actor in L.A. So he porked a smoke show mom who was like an L.A. looking chick 
and then they made this kid and then they had money and knew how the business worked so they gave the kid acting classes and then boom he's mid late 20s and getting fuku cash because actor face and it don't matter how tall you are on tv tom cruise proved that was tom cruise like five six not i would guess shorter than that but i was you made me think like the chick in um the 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 actress that is that plays emily gordon in the big sick her name is zoe kazan and she was in that uh ethan hawk documentary that about paul newman and joanne woodward and it made me like I, I was think because they kept talking about Ilya Kazan, like the biggest director from back then. Turn, right. Turns out that's her grandfather. So it'd be like if you like if her name was Zoe Scorsese or Zoe Tarantino. Yeah. I mean, right. we're talking like he was like the he was Steven Spielberg, like in the 30s. Yeah, it's all in 50s or whatever. You know. Making it in Hollywood when you are not have no connections and have no lineage is real fucking hard. That's why I'm changing my name to Brido Wayans. <laughs> Brido Wayans. <laughs> Brido Ivory Wayans. Brido Ivory Wayans. <laughs> I I mean, you try anything at this point. Name name your album that Brido Ivory Wayans. <laughs> I think I'm gonna call it Hustle. Although it's my second album, and my closer is about how I hit 190 as a sophomore, and I think that it, calling it Sophomore Slump would be a hilarious name. Oh, yeah, because it's your second album. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Sophomore Slump is good. I mean, it's self-deprecating. It's too, maybe it's too self and, and, and I've been swearing off self-deprecation. It implies that it's not as good as your first album. And it is better than my first album. Yeah. I liked it very much. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if I need to listen to it. I saw it twice. I'm not expecting you to listen to it. <laughs> you listened to it twice, yes. I listened twice. I already, you don't go to a baseball I lived game. it. I lived it. You don't go to a baseball game and then come home and watch the baseball game no, again. No, no, no. I think enough time will have gone by that you can sit back and be like, I was there and appreciate <laughs> like, like, ooh, ooh. I remember this. There's my penis. Ooh, there. I'm, sure I'll, I'm sure I'll see it all on your reels. No. You got to get it and listen from start to finish really relive our time together in August 11th, 12th, 13th in Chicago. Really just got to go back and listen. Yeah, if you if you didn't watch the video because it was only on video last week, only on Patreon, uh, you can hear full recap of our, our Chicago adventures. Chicago adventure. Brado, thank you for essentially hosting the program today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no problem. I uh, had a job interview that uh, was on my birthday, and I was in Chicago. Found out today I didn't get it. Well, but hopefully this program brought some joy to you, uh, this nice therapy session, and um, sure. you'll be able to move onward. 
I mean, Push and believe, Brido. Push oh, and believe. A new, Hashtag Brody speaks. There's a new mural that uh, is kind of close to me, as AKA 17 minutes. I looked on the thing, 17 minute drive in Tarzana. I saw the photos. The Brody Brody Stevens dual murals are fucking incredible. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, you got to go get a pick in front of those this I, weekend. I plan on it. You like that sort of stuff. I do. Good content. It's good, good content. content. Yeah, people. I get a lot of likes for that. All right. All right, I'll, I'll hit. Uh, Who's unhunked this week? Oh Jesus! Um, James Fritz is on this week. Um, uh, Melody Kamali, uh, my buddy Chris uh, Higgins is on it. Uh, uh, Jake Kroger from the Comedy Bureau and Paul Danke are on this week. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. It's sad that I, some people like like Paul Danke, I probably may never see again. <laughs> people that I was buddies with and yes, drank with and hung out with all the time. There's certain people that I'm just, even if I visited Los Angeles, good chance that I don't see a good bulk of the people that were near and dear to me for a long, he's long good, time. He's good enough to tour. He could be, he could come to Michigan. Not going to, I'm not going to watch stand up. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be coming. If Danky was in uh, Michigan, you wouldn't go see him? In Michigan? No. In Saginaw? Maybe. Probably. But I doubt that that's going to happen. Well, right. I mean, of course, yeah. Like Tom Segura was two miles down the road. No, not even that. Mile and a half. Mile away. He's doing fine. Yeah. I, I'm not going to like, what am I going to I got to get backstage. And his tour see this is, guy. His tour see is the improv called, uh, sometimes. <laughs> He did 1642 with us. I, I think about that all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that podcast exploded and then shot both of them into another realm. I I wrote with him a show starring Kyle Kinane on Comedy Central. The writers Incredible. were me and Tom Segura. I would go to his house and he would have all these uh, T-shirts that he was shipping out from his podcast that I've done. I've been on his podcast uh, and then... No, I was on Ari's with you and Kanane, but then yeah, I was on your mom's house. It's like like episode thirty or something. Right. Well, I mean, we all make decisions. Gentlemen scumbags could be could be a very popular program, which was more popular, I believe, than both of our shows combined. Mm, I don't remember what when our we were, were doing it. I, <laughs> I mean, I just know that like one, yeah. I remember looking like years after we quit and I was like, we're getting 50 downloads a, w- a week. <laughs> you were like, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. The, well, I mean the original one on the nobody likes onions network. Yeah. 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 That one. The second incarnation was okay, but it was, I don't know what space my head was in at the time, but it wasn't. Good. I never knew I what like, our numbers were, but it was enough to do a live show in Bridgetown, I guess. But... Right, right. Which uh, another thing I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we were shit faced. Like JP was Buck fun. was there from Conan, and I was like, "Was that good?" And he goes, "No." Oh, fuck him. Fuck you, JP Buck. Fucking. It was great. People loved it. Yeah, it we had fun. a good time. Yeah, it was we had like Baron Vaughn on, Solomon Giorgio. We had Rebecca. O'Neil. If we were all famous, fucking. Hot shots yeah, doing yeah, the same yeah, exact yeah. shit. It yeah. would have been that was great, guys. Of course, of course. But well, we happened to be two people you can say wasn't good. It was good. I remember it. It was fun. People had a good time. That's all that fucking matters. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Full too. All right. Well, onward and upward. I'm sure me and Bridal, everything's going to work out fine. Everything's going to be good. Going to get the money. Going to get the power. Emails. Thank you for listening, Daddies. We'll see you next week for another wonderful episode of Sad Time, people. No, it's good. Feeling like a fun the weekend, you guys. Recording stopped.